P-I-C-A-O-L-E-P, uh, finally made it to uh, East Palestine. Yeah. Yeah, he, he decided to check it out, see what's happening. Did he have a good time? Um, he it, get to get to drink some water and. I actually don't know if he if he did the devil's milkshake. I I I can't imagine him not doing it. He probably like filled up a uh, camelback and just wore it during like his whole press conference, like taking sips constantly. <laughs> just like suck, suckling on it like a little baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Didn't he? He said something really ridiculous. Like the railroads are the ones who forced us to do all this deregulation. <laughs> yeah. That that that's a good one. That you like? I got like they got forced to do it. And didn't he also say like, well, I mean, we have like two hundred uh, trained railments a year. So I mean, like, why no is everyone deal. freaking out NBD, about this one? Friends, NBD. And and when people asked why, when a reporter asked why he hadn't been there yet, he snapped back that he was on personal time. Yeah, He's fuck you. How dare time. you ask? He's a father. Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, no, I'm sure he's a great dad. Uh, uh, except for all those times where he said, basically, I wouldn't have kids unless I wish my I didn't husband have made me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. yeah, I'm sure the kid will love seeing that when they grow up. Yeah. But you know what, guys? We have, we have big news. We have huge news. Okay, I'm ready. Marianne Williamson. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> My woman is running. She is going to primary Joe Robinette Biden. Hell yeah. Not the hero we deserve. but the We hero. don't deserve her, frankly. <laughs> no. But we need her. In this time of spiritual warfare, as we are on the cusp of the darkest age since the last dark ages... Which actually, what weren't dark all over the world? It was really just pretty yeah, bad in Europe. There's but, plenty of sunlight. I mean, there was yeah. like a little I, mini ice age, I think, right? Yeah, there was a mini ice age. There was a couple of plagues, but like they were developing like algebra and stuff in the Middle East. So you know, not it was pretty good. Nonetheless, yes, Marianne Williamson, fighter for justice, the the only the only politician who she's not even a politician who's willing to call this what it is, which is the new Gilded Age. Mm. I mean, aside from Bernie Sanders, like there is no, there's no public figure who is possibly in the running for president aside from Bernie Sanders, whose rhetoric is as progressive as Marianne Williamson's, I think, in my opinion. She still says she's a capitalist, or at least she did, you know, in her last run. Right. I don't know if she, I don't know if she's still towing that line anymore, but. I mean, you could see it as honesty that I mean, like if she does own a lot of intellectual property that she gets money from just by owning it. Then she is, by definition, a capitalist. <laughs> yeah, she is. Yeah. Right? Yeah, is it, right? She's like, not just a capitalist fangirl. Like, yeah. but she, she, but she's she, just describing her position in the economy, <laughs> not what she thinks. She's like, I've, I've read Marx. <laughs> I am a capitalist. I don't know if she, but she doesn't own the means of it. I'd say she's petite bourgeois. Okay. I don't know that she owns any means of production unless you count like her little seminars that she's doing on like uh, transformation and. I don't know. They're like wellness seminars yeah. or I mean, some shit. Is that a means of production? Yeah, I think it is. I think it's like a huge amount of the production of this country is scamming each other into believing that you're capable of anything. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys hear it? By all? the way, by the way, listeners, you are capable of anything. You are. And if you want to learn about how to harness that capability, go to patreon.com slash ironweeds. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a very long time since we did any skits on this show. True. But if if this goes the way that I'm hoping it goes, gird your fucking loins. Yeah, we're going to be skitting it up. That's a lot of material. Depending I, on who else, if this primary turns into the shit show that I 
really, really want it to be. <laughs> Man, it's going to be all your favorites. Alex Jones is going to be back. Elon Musk is going to be back. Going to have Marianne Williamson. Maybe yay. Maybe yay. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe a little Liz Warren. Definitely, probably Bernie Sanders, because yeah. that man cannot stay out of a dogfight. He well, simply can't. Yeah. I mean, there's a, like zero chance that Liz Warren is going to primary Biden. Like it would, no, t- it would take like Biden dying, which is like totally not out of the question for Warren to get in the race. But Oh my God, do you hear that, Liz? It's not too, <laughs> it's not too late to strike. <laughs> You're saying there's a chance. Did you see that that poll that out of like 30, you know, nationally famous, like famous, whatever, they're all celebrities. So I guess you should say famous, um, nationally known Democrats, Bernie Sanders still had the highest favorability rating of any of them in terms of who might run for president. Interesting. I mean, it doesn't really surprise me. Like he was, he's been the least hated politician in America for I don't know, like the last six, eight years running. But if it's favorability to run for president, Mm -hmm. it's not just favorability. Like, do you think he's a good guy? Do you think he's a good politician? It was like, if he were to run for president, how would, would you like that? Or would you not like that? He is old as fuck. He's run several times and lost. Mm. Like most people, even most Bernie fans don't think he should run for president again. And it wasn't high numbers. It was like, it just cracked 50%, I think. And yet it was the highest of 30 nationally known, of, like, the most, like, well-known Democrats. Well, that's the other thing. Is it just, like, nationally known Democrats? Like, how many are there? It was like Actually, oh, I think it included six. Republicans, too, now that I <laughs> yeah. think about it. Because, like, Obama just, like, sucked the air out of the room for, like, a decade. Yeah. Where, like, he was the only Democrat that anyone liked. Uh, and, and mostly because Republicans hated him. Right. Uh, and there's no other... It's just like there's no one well, so else. So like AOC was in that list, but mm. she was totally middle of the pack. Yeah. Like she was not yeah. she was not a standout. Um didn't Ilan Omar break uh, the top ten? You know, I don't remember. I didn't look that deeply into it. I kind of read the headline and was like, Are you fucking kidding me? And then I moved on. But I do remember that a the, uh, Biden was second. So Sad- sadly, Ilan Omar cannot run for president. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I forgot. Not, not yeah, natural born. So oh yeah, yeah so yeah. she probably wasn't even on the list. But what about Rashida Tlaib? I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't know. But uh, but that's the thing is like all the, the the thing though is that like I don't I I I would bet twenty percent of the country knows who that is yeah you know like like they because the Democrats don't build back a backbench right they don't want you to know about the people that are like progressive or or that their constituents like right they they don't want you to know about the liked candidates right I mean, they make want all of their like leadership look really bad right yeah they they want you to know about Buttigieg. they want you to know about to some degree liz warren when she's not disagreeing with the president and she like <laughs> you know and they want you to know that kamala harris is on a new drug cocktail like that's <laughs> that's like the only they don't want you to know about she's more so than a couple fucking zannied up all the time it is incredible She's having, a, she's having a blast yeah. as VP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't go to school, Kamala's going to put you and me in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Hip hop. <laughs> Cardi B. <laughs> Hanukkah. I mean, Hanukkah. Passover. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Marianne Williamson, I wish her the best. I hope she's president. I and I'm not even being ironic about it no i would love to have marianne williamson as president i mean i would definitely love to watch the debates but i something about the democratic party makes me think that if 
you know, she's announced she's probably going to follow through with it, but they just won't make it an event. It'll be a non thing. Like, I don't think they're going to televise a one on one debate between Williamson and, and, um, uh, Brandon, like at all. Well, my hope is that if she's now thrown her hat in the ring, maybe some others will, uh, will, you know, nut up and De also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, who was the guy who played guitar? We haven't heard from him in a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, the, the handsome the, guitar uh, man. Yeah, yeah, the um he's from Baltimore. Yeah. Um yeah. Let's yeah. get him out here. Right. Yeah, yeah get Andy. him. Andy. It's time for Andy to make a comeback. Yeah, Andrew Cuomo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like who the fuck is Andy? Can you imagine Joe Biden, Andrew Cuomo, <sighs> oh and Marianne gosh. Williamson having a debate? That oof, Oh my god, oof. I would buy tickets. Yeah. I would buy tickets. <laughs> I would sell a lot of personal belongings to afford the tickets to that to that gun show. Yeah. That would be fantastic. But no, uh, uh Joe Joe Brandon's uh caregivers would not allow him to debate anyone on, uh, in a primary. Like they he just wouldn't. They could shoot him up with whatever that juice was that they gave him when he debated bernie yeah the I, I think they, they could probably only do that a couple times before his heart explodes <laughs> well yeah but i think or his it, eyes dry out <laughs> oh god uh, so like <laughs> but, but they also like can't um legitimate it right so like it, for a prime they just wouldn't they would uh, he wouldn't uh participate in a primary probably unless they saw numbers going really badly yeah i'd imagine yeah, it, 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 like in recent polls, uh, basically people want anybody but him to uh, run. <laughs> and so naturally, they yeah. will run, run him. him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, naturally. And, and also since like he said that he would be a one-term like transition president, so of course he's going to lie about that too. You yeah, know, well, right, you, you know, know, once he clutched the ring of power. Right. Yeah. It's mm. hard to let go of that precious. It's yeah. true. Yeah. Uh... So how about that Scott Adams guy? He's having a normal. He's having a real normal time. What did he do? Yeah, he's talking about people who are going to run for president. Yeah, right? yeah oh he's, he's, making, he's making all the right moves. He should run as a Democrat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Republican Party of Rensselaer County should just like send a, a direct email to Reince Priebus. No, Reince Priebus isn't head of the Republican Party anymore. The, no, God, and what, he's, what like a, year, he's like a yeah, liberal what, relative what to most Republicans. Yeah. Well, no, but I'm just like, who runs the Republican Party right now? I don't know. Uh, uh, the devil. Yeah, right. I don't know. Donald Beelzebub. Trump. Yeah. yeah I don't, anyway, there... But he was ahead of the RNC. Steve, Steve McLaughlin needs to, you know, do RNC at rnc.org or something <laughs> and and say, like, hey, I don't know if you noticed, but you could just, like, take someone and run them as a Democrat, but they are actually a Republican. Like, they think Republican things, but you can just register them as a Democrat, and then they run as a Democrat, and then people can vote for that person. Yeah. And uh, um, how long before, like, Rensselaer County politics is just, like, national politics are <laughs> just, like... I just it's like no coherence. I just want to say the currently the chairwoman of the RNC is Rana McDaniel. Okay, Ni Romney. So she's a yeah. she's a Romney. She's a Romney. Yeah. Uh, who the right. fuck is? The, okay. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Yeah. That just goes to show that like the enti- the Republican Party is run by a shadow government that is Donald Trump <laughs> and like Rudy Giuliani. Like that's who. Well, no, but but a Romney is Romneys are are like the the. They're they're against both of those people. They hate Giuliani and and Trump. They the Romans, yeah no yeah, I know yeah but 
and and they are figureheads. Yeah, okay. who are in I no see. way oh, okay. in charge of the actual day to day activities and and political motivations of the party. Right. Yeah. What, what did uh, Trump do to piss off Romney so much? Was he just like he's just? I think it's just that he's like coarse and yeah. you know buffoonish, and the Romneys are like old money, uh, like very proper, like very yeah, yeah prim and proper. Did, did, They're Mormons. Did you know, Trump ever cool. talk shit on the LDS? Was he like, no way? <laughs> You're telling me that the guy put stones in a hat and you just believe what he had to say? Look, I've been to upstate New York. Nothing good's coming out of that. There's no tablets. So you no... should visit Donald Trump State Park. If the, it's beautiful. If, if there were gold tablets in upstate New York, I would have found them. <laughs> <laughs> would have put them in my casino. Oh, man. Yeah. No, that's a... uh, yeah, if you didn't know, there is a Donald J. Trump New York State Park. Yeah. That is uh, a tax right a tax uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. tax right yeah, But yeah, if it's... you if you take the Taconic up from the city, uh, you will pass Donald J. Trump State Park. You'll see signs for it with like it with like this exit, and then you get to the exit, and it's closed. Yeah. <laughs> was that the one that Genius. was like also a golf course that he interred his his ex wife? Another ex wife? Like... No, no, it was it was never anything like they. Yeah, like, you can't bury a body on a state park. Um, but no, that was he did have a golf course that I think is in Jersey. Yeah, yeah. That, his, where he buried his ex-wife. Yeah. See, polygamy people, it's a bad deal. Yeah. So you just got to divorce them. <laughs> just got to move on. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. Um, so, is, do we know anything about, like, what... I I, guess, I assume that her... Uh, Mary Williams's policy platform is, like, he, is something like healing. Oh, yeah. Let's like look what? at... Here, I'll pull up the interview and we'll... Yeah. Beep. All right, so uh, she's so she's going to be having her official campaign launch on March fourth. But she did an exclusive interview with um, Metal News Service, which is a student-run um, news service through uh, Northwestern University. So, nice. yeah, it's very adorable. Yeah, it's adorable. Um, also, probably the only outlet that would take it. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, well, I'll tell you what. There's one other outlet that would take this. <laughs> yeah, right. Give us yeah. a call, Mary. Yeah. Yeah. Please, please come on, Iron Weeds. Uh, So she says, um, here's just a couple of choice quotes. I wouldn't be running for president if I didn't believe I could contribute to harnessing the collective sensibility that I feel is our greatest hope at this time. Um, You know, apparently only 37% of voting Democrats think that Joe Biden should run for president again, Mm -hmm. which is fucking bleak <laughs> yeah that's jesus bad. christ and, and he's the second most popular democrat yeah. in the country <laughs> <laughs> exactly oh which is to God. say you ask that same uh group God. okay but who do you want and they're like who? uh bernie uh, sanders uh, kind of a little bit <laughs> um put the orb lady back on tv yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so she says uh, she described the country as in the midst of a threat of authoritarianism where corporate oligarchs, fossil fuel companies, gun manufacturers and the military industrial complex suck the juice out of democracy. Um, she said people who run the government are divided into two categories, those who either don't care to fix it or do not have the spine to fix it. And neither category should be running this country. Um, I thought she was going to say like lizards and, <laughs> and the, lovers. Li- the lizard people. And <laughs> it's just lizards and lovers. <laughs> uh, she says of her first run, um, the media intentionally mischaracterized her work and mission. They tried to paint me as silly. They tried to paint me as unserious because they know I am not. Um, we are experiencing what we are experiencing is the latest iteration of forces who put their property rights and their short-term economic gain 
before the health, safety, and well-being of the majority of people. Other generations have pushed back against that. Now it's our turn to do that. And like, I think that when I say like the, the, the rhetorical style is like more progressive than any mainstream Democrat, like no, like very few Democrats are saying anything like that. They're mostly appealing to our, you know, um, to our common goals and, uh, very like the, like very sort of, um, conciliatory rhetoric that is, I, in, in my opinion, like, uh, fundamentally un- like like non agitating, mm-hmm. which is probably why nobody fucking likes them because people like to be agitated. People are feeling agitated, <laughs> and if you're not agitated, then you know I think it makes you look very out of step and out of touch with the average people. Um, one thing, so like there was a correction. It says an earlier version of this article said Williamson described the country as in the midst of authoritarianism. Williamson said in the midst of a threat of authoritarianism. Phew. So, you know, <laughs> like she still sucks. <laughs> but, I mean, um, yeah. she, she, she's she's do, running for president, which is to say she's, you know, I think. Uh, Has to speak carefully. Yeah, she's, yeah. I think, doing good so far. She hasn't mentioned the middle class yet. So, you know. If yeah. she gains any traction, I'm looking forward to the national conversation about her 1994 book entitled Illuminata. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, I can't wait for that one. Yeah, we should do like a, uh, maybe this will be a good bonus episode at some point in the future, but like a deep dive into her past body of work. Mm-hmm. Um because some of it is like, I don't know. Sounds it's, like a good bonus. I kind of like woo-woo spiritual shit. Um you know, those who know me uh, personally will know that I'm I'm a little bit into that kind of thing. Uh, not not entirely unironically. So, yeah. So keep your eyes peeled for that sometime in the future. Hell and yeah. also skits. Absolutely skits. They are coming. <laughs> I promise. I can't wait. Uh, Should we turn to some darker yeah. news, which is all the rest of our news today? Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about Dilbert. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, let's talk about Dilbert. So look at this, the dark, gnashing maw of Dilbert. <laughs> so Scott Adams uh, got himself into a wee bit of trouble. He's been canceled. Yeah. I think oh per- I think he's been perma-canceled. Yeah. I, like, like, the USA Today, like, Gannett Network has, like, stopped 200 newspapers yeah, will no like, longer be publishing Dilbert. Yeah, yeah, like, it, the, that USA Today network is, like, yeah, like a quarter like a third of all new circulating newspapers in the United States. Yeah, nobody's publishing Dilbert anymore. Yeah. Basically, every every newspaper from local to national is done. I, I did read, I think it might have been someone from USA Today. It was like a really good dig. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, we canceled it and we've... Um, we didn't get any complaints. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like ice cold, man. Oh, man. Yeah, that was the end of that article. That yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, we've gotten complaints for other, more complaints for other other uh, comics that we've we've discontinued. I mean, you know, we, we've all sort of watched online, like, this slow degeneration of Scott Adams, like, um, sense of uh, what's going on, what's real, etc. Uh, I remember we talked about on this podcast his, like, totally unhinged series of tweets about how he wished he had murdered his, like, dead son. Oh, right. Who, like, died oh, yeah. in, like, a drug overdose. Yeah. And that, like, you know... Like, that would have been the, the, the right thing to do. The, the merciful thing to do was <laughs> yeah, kill his was, own son. Yeah, murder mur- murder his own son um yeah totally fucked up dude like you know has really had his uh brain scrambled probably by 8chan i had to guess based on what he's talking about um 
because he starts referencing a uh, a survey or some type of like study that is apparently entirely out of whole cloth by some like right wing like white nationalist hate group um, that claims that uh, the majority of Black Americans feel that the phrase uh, "Is it okay to be white?" and they said no, it's not okay to be white. So he he he's backing off of his support for the black community, which like. Was what, what is yeah? What has been your support of the black community? Uh, uh, quote: You should absolutely be racist whenever it's to your advantage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, dude! And like the the like the study he was citing, and I don't know anything about where it came from, Chris. I didn't look into it, but I but I trust what, what you say. But like, the, do you agree with the statement? It's okay to be white. Like that. It's okay to be white is a white nationalist barely dog whistled more yeah. like a dog like call like come here boy come here yeah. racist oh, here here come here um so like it's not it, like even if you were to take the study or survey or whatever as like perfectly in good faith it would still be it would still be about half of black people saying like no this racist dog whistle is not acceptable yes yeah, yeah. yeah so the, it, so he's referring to a rasmussen poll which does oh, okay. which does it skews uh, slightly tra- conservative skew, skews conservative uh, and it, go, it 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 asked black americans only uh whether they agree disagree or are not sure with the phrase it's okay to be white and 53 agreed 53 percent agreed okay, okay. which is <laughs> Um, uh, 26% disagreed, 21%, not sure, not sure if it's okay (laughs) to be white. Um, and then, but then in the same poll, black people can be racist too, 76% agreed. Which just goes to show that they're, that what they're replying to is like whether or not that statement, not whether the sentiment expressed in the statement, but the statement itself and what it, what it does, um, like kind of the the purpose that it serves, which is to be a white a white supremacist like dog whistle, you know that's obviously what they're making commentary on. But in any event, he then uses this to make the argument that white people need to get as far away from black people as possible. Then he starts talking about like the fucking shitty rich person suburb that he lives in and how you know that's why he lives there is because there's basically no black people. What? Wow. And like he wow. has to he has to stay away from black people for his own protection, for his own safety. But yeah. it's, but it's like not. I mean, it is also, like, he thinks that, like, black people are dangerous, uh, like, physically dangerous, but he also, but it seems, like, mainly to be that he is, like, like he thinks that they're, like, psychically dangerous, like, they, yeah. they, that they'll, like, not like him. Basically, it comes down to, like, they don't like me, uh, and they think that I'm a bad person by being white, and, like, I need to stay away from that because it's toxic, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it's like... It certainly couldn't be any of the crazy-ass shit that he says regularly, like, in a very public way. Yeah, so, so naturally, I was... Uh, I, I started going through the latest uh, Dilbert comic strip. <laughs> because in, in some of the articles, I was reading that... Um, uh, uh, quite frequently, uh, like or like newspapers were happy to get rid of Dilbert because they frequently had to check to see if the Dilbert comic that he was running this week was racist, <laughs> or, they or just like run a rerun yeah. of like something. Come on, they have to do that line. with Family Circus too. <laughs> <laughs> you, you <know. laughs> uh, don't even get me started on Garfield. Yeah, all the uh, anti-Italian <laughs> racism that he's doing about, about I know the left lasagnas. L- loves his. Uh, uh, 
uh, anti-Monday action, but um, <laughs> yeah, so, some, some of the, the shit that comes out of those thought bubbles. Anti-ma. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was the one where uh, um, uh, John drinks cat cum. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's a real one. That is a real one. Oh, wow. Uh, I mean, whom's among us? Yeah, yeah, that was that was. The really real cool. problem with that is that Garfield should be neutered. Yeah, well, Come no, on. no, it's because his it, John's like on again, off again girlfriend is a veterinarian, and like there's like oh, so, so she gets the cat come to bring it. It, was, it wasn't Garfield's. That's like, fu- that's even more fucked Garfield's up. Come. I wonder how Garfield felt about that. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, <laughs> um, anyway. drinking another cat's cum in my house. Yeah, Ep- <laughs> episode title. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, but so like for this one isn't racist. It, it's it's a um. Uh, uh, I guess homo- you call it homophobic or it's just generally like hateful and uninteresting is it from last Thursday about like someone saying that they're out that their pronouns are she her and they and then like Wally says I identify as a guy who doesn't use the right pronouns whoa wow so edgy yeah. this man he should check out r slash same joke <laughs> for, for more yeah. for more edgy content right. yeah no that's hard-hitting cultural commentary and, i mean and, and I, I i went all the way down to uh pretty much when um uh uh, he he did another identify one. He 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 made the first black uh, character ever on the strip, and he's called um, fuck Dave, Dave the Black Engineer. Yeah, right? he's called Dave the Black Engineer. And on one of the strips, he allegedly says, um, "I identify as white." But um, yeah, nice one. Whoa, um, really flipping the script. Attack helicopter, blah blah blah. Yeah, That's... and then like I went down to the the ones where like uh, um, Musk became like the CEO of Twitter and in the Dilbert universe, the company that Dilbert works for takes a lot of fired Twitter employees and they're all snowflakes. They're like, they're all like millennial snowflakes that, wow. that they hired that are like, that don't, that don't work at all. And like the men's room is now a meditation center and like, it, 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 yeah. And they're just like really, what a loser. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just like the most unimaginative joke like joke like is it, like they're 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 both hateful and like don't even come close to like just the the funny like like the worst joke trump makes like mm-hmm. like when he's like sitting on the toilet so what does dilbert like you know hand copies of um the turner diaries to all of the new snowflakes <laughs> and just like hey listen like you know if you want to fit into our cultural milieu here there's some required reading you ever hear the day of the rope <laughs> it's coming yeah and, and, oh, and then he like does one of the, like like the chat gpt stuff where it's just like it was just like it's gonna take your jobs and all the people this is a funny thing right is that like it's a, the comic strip is ostensibly about how like work sucks yes right and your boss I is know. stupid <laughs> sorry <Yeah. laughs> and but the but his politics are that like CEOs like but like he also has to cram in there that like Elon Musk is a genius and that like so like some bosses are really smart and good but in general bosses are bad and like I don't know it's just like it's like it's really like you can see it like barely holding together that uh 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 like there's a bunch of people who barely work 
in a bad way, but then there are other people who barely work <laughs> in, in a good, good way. way. Yeah. It's just it's just like so it's so fucking funny that it's like, dude, you the millions that you made were about not working and that that's cool and that your boss sucks and everyone loved that and now you love bosses and think that people who don't work should go to a gulag so like you you can't keep you can't be mad man like like, you (laughs) even more specifically he wasn't like necessarily anti-work he was like about how the like middle-aged white engineer is the only like competent person person that should be able to like you know do stuff and that everyone else is a fucking idiot um which like is gross uh and you know so i think that that sort of factors into his politics but like this is part of a whole trend of people who have a huge platform have gotten insane amounts of like relative to other workers unearned like wealth um and just can't resist the call of the void as it relates to just going online and saying totally reprehensible shit that will like finally get people to stop paying attention to them. Yeah. yeah. And this is my uncle. This is exactly my uncle who is a a middle aged white engineer. Hi mom. A middle aged, (laughs) middle aged white engineer. Talk about your brother, Al. <laughs> who just like... There's uh, Jill in my mango. Yeah. Do you want to take my gun? Yeah, who just... He was like a pretty like average, even keel guy, kind of, except against the women in his life, maybe. And, and then just like... Just uh, like Trump just gave him permission to be weird, you know? Just like, he got so just, angry at us for not having a yeah. registry for our wedding that yeah. he just like... Like in a very hostile, aggressive tone, demanded that I tell him what we wanted at our wedding reception. Yeah. It was just like, what do you want for your wedding? What do you want? And so I just straight face looked at him and I said, we could use some patio furniture. We did not have a patio. No. We had a backyard. Yeah, yeah. The backyard isn't a patio. He gave us, he gave us like, he like wrote a check like in front of you. Yeah, he gave, he gave us a couple hundred bucks. And and like on the floor was like patio furniture. Yeah. Uh, we probably put it in savings. I don't know. <laughs> oh, and uh, shout out to your mom for uh, putting up the Zombie Giuliani stickers in uh, some fancy restaurant. In Key West, uh, yeah. Yeah, th- yeah. Thanks for doing yeah. that. that Hell yeah. I appreciate it. The, the, was it. Was it called the Schooner's? Schooner's Lounge, or yeah. something, I think it was called. Something that sounds like that. extremely South Florida. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's Key West. It's, I'm gonna, I'm oh, yeah. Send, so which uh, is its own country, really. Yeah. With some more uh, stickers for you. So yeah. okay. thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Last night she was texting me at the at the Hard Rock in uh, in Hollywood. Uh, Hollywood, Florida. It, yeah, Hollywood, Florida. Yeah, it's apparently not very good. She wasn't not impressed. Hmm. We went to the Hard Rock. Yeah, but they they've like built it. They, it's it's gotten bigger. I mean, it sucked and, then too. Yeah, I yeah. remember I it's played like, like a cat, and worse, uh, yeah. like a cat slot machine. Yeah, and then we went to a comedy club. Yeah, it was terrible. The slot machine. I, I mean, I assume this is just all slot machines, but like, is I remember like turning eighteen and like you like, here's a hundred bucks, go nuts at the casino. You just put it in and you just like hit some buttons. They're like, I don't think I understand how this game works. They're like, you lose. And I'm like, okay. Thanks some- for your $20. <laughs> Goodbye. Know, like, you can lose $20 in like three minutes on a slot yeah, machine. Yeah, well, I lost all a hundred. I think I spent like maybe 
25 minutes in there like with a hundred dollars just instantly gone and like i have no idea what I just did, happened i did the same ex- my 18th, <laughs> like, no fucking idea that was exactly how my 18th birthday went at a casino but i actually had a great time because i could smoke inside yeah. and i had never been able to do that anywhere um and i was out as a smoker to my parents at the time so you know so i had a great time hell yeah um so yeah, that's that's Scott Adams. I don't know. Yeah. Do we have anything more on that? I, I just uh, w- wish him the worst. Yeah, no. <laughs> just go fuck yourself, buddy. I hope yeah, that now stay that, away from everybody. I hope that <laughs> I hope that you lose all your money. I hope you lose your fancy suburban white person neighborhood house. You know, he built a house in the shape of Dilbert's head. You fucking loser. <laughs> he oh lives, my God. He, li- he literally lives in, in Dilbert's, Dilbert's head, head. rent free. I assume because. He- <laughs> He's literally he probably bought that cash. He's in a prison of his own manufacturing. Yeah, yeah, that's really what it is. That's, yeah. the, that's the episode title. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. Um, you know what? I'm just going to be, uh, I'm gonna be uh, controversial here and uh, wishing the best, which is to say, I hope he has a Scrooge-like change of heart. I hope he's visited Aww. by uh, three ghosts tonight. The ghosts and, of the uh, comics uh, past, yeah, 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 we, uh, present and future. <laughs> Kathy Garfield and Marmaduke. And Charlie and Marmaduke. Brown. Okay, Marmaduke, yeah. <laughs> Marmaduke just like ruins his entire house. And he's like, oh God, what happened? And then like someone comes to help, a black person comes to help him. And he's like, wow, thank you. And then like Garfield like, I don't know, uh, like makes him drink his cum. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm losing it. I'm losing the, I'm losing the thread here. <laughs> Uh, th- I think you're you're right on target. Yeah, yeah. And then the the mom from Family Circus nurses him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, that's beautiful. <laughs> uh, so until, yes. and tells him about Christ. <laughs> I hope uh, we never hear uh, from Scott Adams ever again. Um, but I uh, expect that's not going to be the case. No. Yeah. And uh, therefore, I hope uh, I hope he does some growth. Yeah. I, I hope yeah. he does a, a whole lot of growth. Do a yes growth, please, Scott, <laughs> for us. I, I yeah I do I do wonder what sorry I know we're we're leaving this topic but I still like, trying I I just I don't understand though <laughs> why it's like he said in the rant like I am going to lose a bunch of money and like at like this, like I like they're gonna like this is going to be the end of my like my yeah I'm comic gonna destroy career. my career yeah, for I'm, really no reason to for, make like, to make like not a very interesting or like yeah, even for a right wing yeah. point like nothing very interesting or salient it's like I'm, I, I, I guess it, it just it just really like legitimately feels that and just need and will sacrifice. He just needs the attention and he's it. getting it and yeah. we're giving it to him. Yeah. So you're welcome, Scott. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> then, enjoy Garfield's come. All right. All right. We need more darkness. Okay. What yeah. else we got? Yeah. Well, uh, the Troy police killed somebody because they are uh, reckless um, thugs who don't think that the rules of society or the road apply to them. Yeah. So uh, this. This yeah, this, this one's been obvi- fucked me, fucked me up all week. It's Obviously really, very really sad story. horrible. Yeah, so it was around one a.m. earlier this week or last week when you were hearing this that uh, a uh, a police officer was responding to a call. Supposedly, that's what the, you know. Yeah, they uh, have to say that. Yeah. I mean, uh, and he was basically doing sixty up Husik, which. Uh, every city... But we don't know how fast he was going. Yeah, yeah. He, we do right. know that the vehicle that he collided with went 195 feet. And he collided yeah. with it, the, the vehicle, totally T-boned this vehicle. And the roof was, like, sheared off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was going fast enough that it 
sho- it threw another like a, a full size car perpendicularly. Per- yeah, two hundred like, feet. Yeah, two hundred feet at, with half of it like chopped off. I would say he was probably going faster than sixty miles yeah. an hour, yeah, yeah. given the devastation. 80, yeah. But like we don't. But we don't know for sure how fast yeah. he was going. But. Um. Uh, yeah, the, the, the statement from the police department, of course, is that he had lights and sirens on responding to a domestic disturbance and that um, uh, uh, he and that the, this this uh, pizza delivery worker, 30 uh, year old man, uh, uh, husband and father of newborn twins um, uh, must have just like not heard the lights and siren at 1 a.m., which seems unlikely. but. Um, yeah. I mean, the thing is with Husek, especially at that part of it, like it's such a blind turn and it's on a slight incline. I can definitely it's a see steep how. Incline, I would say, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. yeah. Um, I can definitely see how lights and sirens might, you know, you might miss it. Yeah. It's, especially if a cop is going that fast. There's no reason, no matter what you're responding to, to ever be traveling that fast on that on that road. It's just, it's always going to be unsafe you're always putting other drivers at risk because the thing is like yeah if you're going that fast like imagine right so you hear lights and sirens but it's far away it sounds far away because it is right but if you're going that fast the next right like as it goes like yeah it's like all of a sudden very loud and now it's too late yeah right especially if he if the the police car is going through a red light which it by all accounts seems to be the case yeah yeah so it's like you don't yeah, there, you have no time to respond. Yeah, yeah. That, that that would be that would be my guess. Uh, uh, completely unsubstantiated. However, it is reported that there are uh, um, uh, security cameras at the McDonald's and the Speedway gas station that could have very likely captured this. And that police officer now has a dash uh, has a body cam on that should have been on if lights and sirens were on on the uh the vehicle they are not saying if this was recorded by that either yeah so hopefully you know times union has a foil request out or something um to see if we can get you know that footage but in in any event mcdonald's and speedway ought to release whatever footage they have because this is uh this is a fucking travesty i mean you know two two newborn twins you know if if you're a father with two kids and you are delivering, you know, pizzas, I I am going to, you know, take a wild guess that maybe your family can't afford to lose their primary breadwinner right now. And there uh, is a GoFundMe set up for the family. Um, we'll link it in the show notes. Yeah, please um, give yeah. if you're able to. Yeah, and we know that this, this one pizza restaurant is like part of like a, a group of small businesses that are just like on 15th. Uh, and Hutton, like around that that intersection, that um, it's like a, a I believe a Syrian family that um, you know. So there's a lot of first generation immigrants working for that 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 pizza yeah um, pizza parlor. Also, you know, neither here nor there, but really good pizza. Excellent pizza. Yeah, it's, it's my go to. Yeah, it's the best affordable pizza in yeah. the city, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, but, and they're like, they're very much like a family there. Yeah. Like they're very tight-knit, um, uh, you know, co-working, co-working group. Yeah, yeah, when we... when Not we, co-working, like, yeah. that kind of co-working. <laughs> Not like we were co-working. Yeah, no, no, I mean, when we lived, like, a two-minute walk away from that, um, like, those brothers that work the convenience store there yeah. were just, like, really... Really sweet guys. They're all wonderful people. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's 
I, I I'm in, I will be interested to see over the next couple of weeks how this how it plays out the the narrative between the cops, the PBA, and the you know they're not releasing his name, and I, I well, don't know. They, they, oh, did they? they? Yeah, now. Oh, because okay. Typically, they give it like a forty-eight hour period so that the family doesn't find out. Well, the last news. that I'd seen, the family didn't want the name released. That's oh. what the Times Union reported. So I assumed that it wasn't going to be, well, but it has been. Well, it, the name is in the GoFundMe link that we're going to connect. I see. Um, and so, uh, I, pr- pardon me if I mispronounce this. I haven't heard it pronounced. Um, but Saba Alel Kawi. You know, like there's so many overlapping issues here. I mean, like this is the same roadway. This is like uh, a thousand feet from where uh, Edson Thevenin was run off the road and then shot dead. Yeah. Um, this is a roadway that takes at least one uh, casualty uh, a year, uh, fa- a fatality a year, uh, typically in the form of a pedestrian or a cyclist killed. Um, and it is a strode. Uh, which we've talked about on the podcast in the past, but basically this like totally American disgusting amalgam of a street, uh, which is someplace people like live and walk around and things like that um, and have a lot of uh, life, um, you know, integrated with and a road, which is some place that takes you primarily from point A to point B uh, with not a lot of typical attractions between the two. Uh, And it's a marriage of those two, which leads to a ton of, very short reaction time, um, you know, situations where vehicles at high speeds and tons of distractions are forced to, uh, you know, potentially collide at any moment. And this is a really bad one that like, I think it's like seven or eight lanes wide and it runs right through the heart of the city, basically separating like, um, you know, the, the North from the South four. Well, five, if you count the turning lane in the middle. Oh, but no, it doesn't. So yeah, there is no down. turning lane. That's part of the problem. Yeah. Right, yeah. At, most for most of it, it's four. Oh, you're yeah, thinking of like, when, like oh, at the light when it where it comes to yeah, seven, yeah. Oh, oh, to seven eighty seven. There's the seven, eight, um, eighth yeah, street light. Yeah, yeah. 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 There's like basically a highway yeah. that uh, that you know it's just merges like with bolted it. onto it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It, it's just it's a really bad design, and yeah. um, it's a very dangerous dangerous road. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Sue Steele who said that she didn't. She was unaware of any problems with Husik. This is the the Democrat City Councilwoman whose district this uh, includes. Uh, she said she was uh, unaware of pedestrian problems on Husik, even though like there is what's called a uh, zoning overlay in the city of Troy specifically for Husik to make it more pedestrian friendly because it is recognized as a huge danger. Uh, so, or so she either doesn't know the city code or she doesn't notice how many people die in her district on, on a, on a poorly designed street. She, or she she's also, never driven on it. I mean, come yeah, on, yeah. like you don't have to be a, a you know, a, a, an urban planner to notice that Hoosick street is incredibly dangerous for drivers, for pedestrians, for everybody. Well, it's yeah. been a big week of learning for Sue who just found <laughs> out about this thing called the newspaper, uh, that, uh, publishes, <laughs> uh, things like, uh, police plotters and, uh, traffic accidents and uh, things that are happening <laughs> yeah like local fatalities oh, um man. you know for like the last 18 years i've been here there's basically been a constant drumbeat of fatalities on this road <laughs> yeah. um i'm not a city councilor it's not even my job to know these things <laughs> no yeah. oh, unless you man. count this podcast but <laughs> uh but yeah yeah, and this is just the most recent in a long line of incredibly reckless driving uh, on the part of the Troy PD that has resulted in a lot of serious injuries. I think this might be the first death 
Um, yeah, maybe that's a direct result of of their reckless or driving. They, no, they, no, they flipped uh, uh, Danny Killian's vehicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, and he's still getting you know stonewalled by the city around yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. They killed. They a cited ki- him. They've cited two people. Yeah, yeah. They they killed a kid in two thousand nine. Ah, okay. There's actually a list, David. Do you want to just like say the say quickly the list? Yeah. So I'll, I'll go backwards. Right. So uh, um, uh, also this month. Um, uh, another just just again right so this happened on the 22nd um that they killed someone in the same month they uh, a tbd officer entered an intersection speeding without a siren or slowing and nearly hitting a car with a mother and her infant jesus christ in october 2021 at the corner of middleburg street and 6th avenue tpd ran a red light and told a car in the intersection in june 2021 on 5th avenue in lansingburg uh, it ran a red light and told a car in the intersection, but ticketed the driver for failure to yield. In January 2020, this is uh, is when they hit Danny, who um, they ran. And this was, there had there was like video evidence of this one where mm-hmm. they ran a red light, totaled his work van, um, put and, him into uh, a coma. Yeah, yeah, he had serious injuries, he had, which then of course because we live in America, medical expenses, and he missed work because he's a small business owner, and then they ticketed him. Uh, and, and are like still going after him. And, and you know, like he's a small business owner, wh- whatever. For but when you own your own business and you miss work, work just nothing. The yeah. business doesn't go. <laughs> no. Like it's do- like that's it. There's no there's no business conducted. And then in July 2009, um, they uh, killed a five year old boy um, with an unmarked SUV in South Troy. Jesus Christ. And if you had drive around the streets of Troy, and I'm sure that this is true in wherever you live, if you live somewhere else as well, they they drive like fucking maniacs. Yeah, yeah. Like even just when, you know, no turn signal, no um, notice that they're going to change lanes, they'll change lanes right on you, either right on your ass or right on your nose. They are the the most reckless. I it is terrifying to be driving around, and they have these huge SUVs. Yeah, yeah. So they all like, drive SUVs. They all drive these enormous SUVs with reckless abandon. And I, I've seen them hit a kid uh, in the street. I mean, granted, the kid was walking in the street. It was a bad snowstorm. Um, and so they have no choice but to walk in the street. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and um, and like you know, it was like a clipping kind of hit. It wasn't like you know, a kid got crushed or thrown over the hood or anything. But the kid got knocked down, and when the kid, you know, completely because it was it wasn't entirely clear that it was a police officer yeah but then a police officer like got out of the vehicle and the kid was like you fucking hit me with your car and he's like well you're in the street and he's like you know like i'm gonna call the cops he's like i am a cop and then he's like I, if i call the cops you're getting arrested and then like i was like what the fuck is going on Jesus and then Christ. before i could take down any information or whatever like the kid was like okay whatever fuck off and then like walked away and uh then the guy got in his car took off but like oh my god yeah you know yeah, cops are a gang yeah there again unaccountable gang yeah uh yeah and this is also uh coming at a time where um uh it was it's also um a, gu- a guy that was uh charged with uh manslaughter i think with like some serious time in jail has uh has gotten out because it was found that detroit police department were withholding evidence uh uh, yeah, so that's another cool one. And, yeah. and, and that happened because, uh, like, uh, this couple was being stalked by this guy, and they called the police several times. And ex-boyfriend, they ne- yeah. woman's ex- ex-boyfriend. The woman's ex-boyfriend, yeah. yeah, and the cops never did anything about it. And then the guy showed up with a knife, and uh, the new boyfriend killed, 
the old boyfriend with uh his own knife yeah <laughs> and uh um and was booked for like manslaughter charges uh and uh um and troy police department withheld evidence from about like used what they knew was yeah. false testimony yeah. to convict this man yeah, yeah. Holy shit. From the ex-boyfriend's yeah. new girlfriend who said that he didn't have a knife, which they knew was untrue. They knew was false testimony, and they used it anyway to convict him. Yeah. 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 Well, speaking of uh, efforts at um, transparency and accountability, the city is asking for volunteers for their police objective review committee, or <laughs> PORC. Um, and if you want to be part of a uh, toothless uh, organization that is there to uh, provide the illusion of a transparency and accountability process, uh, you can sign up. Um, yeah. I think you just need to reach out to uh, the mayor and uh, beg and plead. And uh, if you like the taste of boot, it's probably a really great way to waste your time. They reached out to DSA and were like, we'd like to invite you to a meeting and you know, take a little bit of take a little bit of your time, maybe ten to fifteen minutes on your agenda to to, to present. You know, blah blah blah. And, and it they, wasn't the city; it was the city's hired pro bono PR firm. Pro bono, working pro bono for the police. Yeah, because the cops are really hard up. <laughs> and you know, the, our response to them was basically like, "Fuck off!" Like, you know, you're first of all, they wouldn't even be allowed in the meeting space with DSA because we don't allow cops in our meeting space. So you know, and I'm sorry, you're doing pro bono work for the cops. You're a fucking cop. Um, but anyway, they, they, they released a letter. You can find it on Troy DSA's Twitter if you're interested in reading it. But, um, yeah, let's fuck them, man. It's a fucking farce. Don't, don't participate in anything like that. If, if you're a Troy person working in an organization, you got invited to do something like that. Don't fucking give them the legitimacy of your, of your time or attention. Yeah. And you know, like if you're in the city, uh, how about actually, uh, holding your cops accountable? How about actually not, uh, suppressing internal reviews that say cops should be disciplined? How about creating a, um, uh, objective review committee that has, um, actual subpoena and, uh, you know, uh, powers to enforce, um, discipline. How about that? And then maybe something good can happen, uh, to the general trend of cops getting worse and worse and worse in this city. Now let's talk about the environment being all <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to say. I hey, never know how to segue in the show other than to say, here's some more bad news. Um, uh, Ironweeds listeners, this is for all the fans of nuclear power. <laughs> let's go. Uh, oh, okay, we're going to do that one first. We can do that I'm one a first. fan of nuclear power. Yeah, but you know. They're just doing the wrong thing here. Yeah. Like, that's not, it's not the nuclear power's fault. <laughs> This is people's fault. Look, <laughs> nuclear power doesn't kill people. People kill people. Yeah. The profit incentive mm -hmm. kills people. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, this is the Gothamist uh, headline. Dumping one million gallons of radioactive water in Hudson is, quote, best option per Indian Point nuclear plant owner. Best option for Indian Point nuclear plant owner. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um in a, in, a, in a real genius move, New York State has decommissioned its only nuclear power plant. Um, I think that's a bad idea, but well, we can get into that later. But, um, Don't they have, like, good reason to, though? Like, isn't it, like, basically, like, a liability at this point from being, like, old tech and, like, having uh, severe maintenance issues and things like that? Yeah, I, I guess it's, it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, yeah, you created a problem that forced us to, to close it, I mm. guess. I don't know. It's, like... It, in general, generically, I feel like nuclear power is the l least worst option that we've given ourselves due to inaction on climate change. Like, I understand that, like, nuclear waste is a 
you know, you got to, as we're, as we're about to see, like, can be a problem, but it's also, like, not as bad as the equally radioactive contaminants of, like, coal plants and, or like, fracking. and fracking and lots yeah. of other shit. No, I, I, but, I, I, I kid, which is to say, like, you know, I've never been a big fan of uh, nukes because of these obvious problems we're going to get into, but I do concede the point that they're way better than most fossil fuel infrastructure that exists. Yeah. yeah. And, and, well, and it's also, like, like all the like the 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 stuff that wouldn't create like bad pollutants and like toxic waste like those would have been viable options had we started phasing them in correct when yeah. we like could yeah uh but we didn't yeah and nuclear power just produces so much fucking power <laughs> yeah that it, like when this thing was fully functioning it powered like a third of the state mm-hmm. one like all of new york city was like powered by this nuclear power plant and, and um uh so it, it's a it's third and final reactor was decommissioned recently and and the nuclear waste like the like the really bad stuff the plutonium and uranium that has a hundred thousand year half-lives that gets stored on site because in the united states we never came up with like a good place to put all that. Yeah, we never found the there for, yeah. to put it over there. Yeah, which is which is uh, which has another actually like Troy connection because under the the last time we really tried was under the Clinton administration where RPI's Shirley Jackson was like basically it was like the deputy secretary in charge of all that and their idea was like let's put it. On like a sacred Indians <laughs> reservation, like like a, a, a sacred site to like I think it was like the Navajo or something. It was like a, a Yucca Mountain, uh, and uh, and she got like a bunch of death threats for the rest of her life, which she I think mostly deserves. But a, a, anyway, so like they're they're storing like this really nasty stuff on site. So there's no clear reason that I can think of or that comes up in this article of why they can't store this basically like million gallons of water that has um tritium is that how you pronounce it tritium tritium yeah there's tritium in it tritium is a nice name that sounds nice doesn't it tritium sounds like it'd make a nice like piece of jewelry or something yeah and it it, nice baby name oh yeah yeah i think so i think it's um it's a kind of it's a it's an isotope of hydrogen and uh and because it's an isotope of hydrogen if it gets in water it's basically you can't extract it there's yeah. no way to get i think they call it heavy water yeah yeah because it's got all the proton it's like three protons or something, something. Like that. Yeah, yeah i don't know whatever. i feel like heavy water is like a music genre that's like <laughs> yeah uh, right. it's like some kind of lo-fi music yeah, it's genre. got like dolphin sounds right it's like, it's yeah. like really bassy it reminds with me dolphin of sounds. Uh, what was it dr doolittle with uh chubby rain <laughs> know, some eddie murphy movie yeah. i can't remember exactly what it would be neutrons not protons because if it was three protons it would be a different element yeah so it's got to have a bunch of neutrons in it or yeah. something like that something's going on yeah. with those atoms we're not you know nuclear scientists no. over here no. no never never tried to be wouldn't claim to be but um so apparently from the article humans can breathe in or ingest tritium which emits low levels of beta radiation as it decays and eventually becomes helium in large quantities, it can elevate the risk of cancer. Tritium also cannot be extracted from water because the two are so chemically similar. Um, so, but basically, the, 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 what's weird is that this nuclear power. Here's a couple, so, on the one hand, like it takes about like twenty years, I think it said, to for the the tritium to turn into helium, and we're already storing a bunch of stuff that takes like a hundred thousand years to degrade on the site too so it seems confusing like why you wouldn't be able to just put put it there 
So that's one thing. But on the other side is that like the uh, nuclear power plants emit heavy water all the time. So it it also doesn't really make sense to be against this if like this had been happening since like this plant opened in like 1962 or something so i mean it makes sense to be against it if it's still bad just because they've been doing a bad thing doesn't mean they should yeah. keep doing a bad thing yeah but i i am sympathetic to to, to the argument you're yeah. making yeah but it's also like I, it goes into the hudson which is a fucking super fun site for a dozen other reasons yes yeah. so like you're not drinking this water anyway true I don't. I don't know. And I it don't empties know. out into the ocean pretty pretty soon. You yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, so, man. So this is right at the uh, mouth of the Hudson. So this is where um, you know the Hudson is a tidal river. So even as far as uh, you know Troy before uh, Lock One, um, there is brackish water that flows north for part of the day and then it flows south. Uh, so you know the immediate risk to flora and fauna uh, in Troy is probably very, very low associated with this. This would be more of a problem for people who are living, like, you know, in New York City. Like, you know... And it, fuck it, them. Around. <laughs> They're enough of a problem for us, you know? It's... I mean, the, the article also, you know, conveniently leaves out the biggest risk of uh, beta radiation, uh, which is uh, increasing your chances of being cucked. Uh, ah, yes, uh, yes. And so, Very you know, dangerous. You know, you'll have to tune into our Patreon episode about uh, what the fuck is going on with men uh, <laughs> to hear more about that. But yeah, you know, it's, it's sad. It, you hate to see you hate to see the beta radiation <laughs> cucking even more young American men. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the 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 private owner of this decommissioned nuclear power plant. Um, it's called. It's a company called Holtec. Yep. Sounds. Um, it sounds totally not evil at all. Right. <laughs> um. Well, we we Holtec. That's what we do here. You know, we're holding space for Holtec. Right? <laughs> <laughs> See, the, the first and most. This is from the article. Yeah, basically, the first most expedient option is to just dump it into the Hudson because I like. Of course, like that's. It's, it's right a, there. That it, for 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 thousands of years, that has been the cheapest, most straightforward, easiest thing to do with something you don't want is you chuck it into the Hudson River. <laughs> yeah, that would be like saying that, like you know, if I if I uh, like fucked up a soup and it turned out really shitty, I shouldn't yeah. flush it down the toilet. You know. Yeah. Like another. That's you a should. terrible metaphor. You, no, no, no that's great. Keep it in. Toilet. Yeah, keep you know, it. Th- think about it. You it's should it. see our toilets. They're fucking disgusting. <laughs> it's really bad. They're full, it's really of, bad. full of, like carrots and meatballs. It's very. <laughs> no, no, I totally understand. <laughs> yeah. Um, the second option would have been to just like let it evaporate. Um, that would be cool. Just like <laughs> let so, radioactive water evaporate so, into the yeah, sky. The, the but I was would assume just it would make heavy chubby rain. Yeah, I assume <laughs> right. it would leave behind the bad stuff, right? Because only the water evapor- evaporates. No, is that not no, how? No, it's, I got I got a D in biology, yeah. Yeah. so I'm well, not really one this to. This is elements, right? Which is say like down to the atomic level, and so I imagine they would just change phase, which is to say that the tritium water would just go into the clouds. There's a lot more air than there is water in the Hudson. That's though. true, and the solution to pollution is dilution. So, so yeah, I mean. Somebody on uh, the Troy subreddit uh, commented that, well, this, you know, isn't nearly as bad as all of the radioactive isotopes dumped down the drain at Albany Medical. And people were like, well, 
That's a separate problem. <laughs> That's the thing is, you know, like you can, I, on the one hand, I'm like, yeah, I am, I am sympathetic to the arguments of like, this isn't as bad as, or, you know, we've already been doing this for whatever else. Yeah. But then it's also like, that's the kind of thinking that has essentially gotten us in, yes. put us in a world where like tequila is about to go extinct because <sighs> agave can't be grown anymore because yep. <laughs> weather patterns are so fucked up. Yeah. I don't know. I really, oh. I really mistimed my sober month this year. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You should have should have gotten that tequila while you could. <laughs> I like the idea that there's at least a couple hundred people that now believe in climate change because it impacted tequila. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if I like you're if you're wasted away in Margaritaville yeah. and you hear about that, it's yeah. going to change your feelings about global climate change. I think that the AP is blaming Europe. They're like, there's a, a explosion of demand for tequila in Europe. And Those so, fucking assholes, yeah. always. They're always behind <laughs> every problem we Americans are facing. It's not. It's, it's not for them. It's not for them. Yeah, yeah our culture is not your costume. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the Margaritaville culture. Yeah. The rich, rich, deep culture. <laughs> so should we go down south? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from a figurative trash fire to a literal one. <laughs> two um, two places that are close to our heart, the Hudson Valley and South Florida. Miami. <laughs> yeah. So um uh <laughs> Brittany, you said this off mic is like Florida exports dead bodies and burns trash those are the two things that this kind con- this pa- state paradise paradise. paradise absolute paradise um i don't know not enough people know this about about florida uh but um it is um according to uh waste dive a a uh industry publication on uh uh waste and nice. uh, and um it's a dumpster diving periodical <laughs> yeah. the best dumpster dives <laughs> yeah. of 2023 waste dive has declared florida um the nation's waste to energy capital hey when life gives you a tons and tons and tons of trash you know make electricity make electricity yeah. by yeah. putting it into the atmosphere yeah so um uh Believe it or not, trash incinerators are on the decline. Uh, Aww, because that's sad. You hate to see it. Because it turns out burning trash for electricity is um, uh, smelly and uh, incredibly polluting. Because it's like... No. And it's not very efficient either in terms no. of like producing energy. No. But your feedstock is free. In fact, you probably get paid to take it. Probably, yeah. 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 Um, so Florida has 10... Um, uh, waste incinerators uh, in the state um, where most states don't have any or have like maybe one. Mm. Um, and uh, there is one in um, a suburb of Miami called Doral that um, like if you grew up in Miami, you knew that Doral smelled like trash. Mm. Doral smells like trash. Uh, it's funny that now there are mansions in Doral um, because those mansions smell like trash. <laughs> Do they have like um, authentic city branding? Like keep Durrell <laughs> trashy, smelling like trash. Yeah, yeah. Keep Durrell trashy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, the, the, here's um, some fun things that are are uh, um, incinerated in this uh, facility. 
uh, everything from food waste to plastic containers to paper products to dirty diapers. Other trash sources, such oh as old God. trees and construction materials, were also permitted for burning, though there were re- regulated limits on the amount of non-residential uh, refuse the plant could process. Um, uh, I mean, trees isn't bad. Yeah. We burn those all the time. <laughs> yeah, we stuff, do. Yeah. You know. yeah. Uh, they, they would also take some tires. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> tires, dirty burning diapers, tire. and construction materials. That doesn't burning sound... tires for electricity. Like, oh, my God. You know, I, I don't know the exact physics, but, like, if you get it hot enough, then, like, it becomes better, like, pollution. Like, it's, it's le- less bad because, like, more stuff that is uh, reactive gets, like, broken down. Interesting. But... You know, imagine if the if this is the oldest one, they probably don't get it as hot as they could. Yeah, well, let's see. It's like this. So this plant, this facility that burns trash was itself trash. It was um, uh, the, the plant was at the end of its lifespan in 2022. And instead of shuttering it, the commission renewed its contract with, guess what? The private company that owns it uh, called... Uh, uh, it, was, it was the best option for them. Yeah. And, <laughs> and even even better, it's a New Jersey company. Oh, of course. It's it got to be. A That's New Jersey, Florida is a good 70% New Jersey. A New Jersey trash incineration company called Covanta? Covanta? They're or, just trying to get around copyright laws yeah, with that one. Right. <laughs> so you're saying it was upcycled? Yes. Uh, they approved a plan to perform a multi-year $178 million refurbishment project uh, using taxpayer dollars to basically just, like, keep this really old trash incinerator. It, this this went online in, like, 1982. It's like a 40-year-old trash incinerator. Do wow. they expire? I mean... Yeah, yeah, this thing was supposed to be decommissioned last year. Or two years okay. ago. It was supposed to be decommissioned two years ago. It, it's well past the sell-by date. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, fuck it. Let's rock it till the wheels come off. Yeah. Um, uh, the, uh, let's see. Um, a, uh, an official said that the plant was dilapidated and should not have been allowed to plod on as a stopgap while the county searched for ways to deal with this ever-increasing volume of residential trash. But it had been pushed and pressed for years on end to keep functioning. Uh, it, it's not a surprise that something like this would happen. She says of the fire, which has now lasted for about two weeks. Oh my god! Wow. It is a it's an uncontrolled uncontrolled pile trash of trash literally. that's over a football se- football field size. Oh my of god! Trash in the middle of a city. It is just what? a metaphor for Florida. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ! That is um, covered by a big metal like warehouse building, right? So the trash pile is covered. By a big metal warehouse, uh, and it's on fire inside. So basically, it's Mordor. Yeah, yeah. So you know, all we got to do is go find Frodo and the boys, <laughs> and lead them to is this South Florida. Yeah, this is in Miami. Yeah. All right, and then yeah. we'll just chuck that fucking precious right in. Right in, yeah. Speaking of Florida being a trash fire, I just want to say we, Florida is, has been a trash fire recently for many things. We'll be talking about that probably next week. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So I don't want to – if there's anybody out there that's like, why aren't you talking about what DeSantis just did with higher education in Florida? We're I hear you. I it. see you. I hear you. You're valid. We're going to be talking about that probably next week. But um, And, you know, I don't know if we're going to talk about it separately, but I guess, you know, when we're talking about just DeSantis in Florida, did you guys see the um, – 
the the last uh, words of a recently convi- uh, executed uh, convict. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'll, I'll bring I'll bring that up. Yeah, because th- that's basically it for a trash fire. It is uh, a two week lo- uh, ongoing trash fire that no one can contain. That uh, makes the city that smells like trash smell even more like trash. Uh, and now, it's on brand. Yeah. Well, and now the um, largest trash incinerator in the state in the largest city by population in the state is gone. So now they're going to have both an electric uh, uh, supply problem and a trash disposal problem. Yeah. And probably a groundwater contamination problem. Probably, you know, we need to send the secretary of energy down there to drink some milkshake. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Just to smell all, the trash and yeah. just be like, it's fine. It's oh, fine. I'm smelling it right now. Yeah. It smells fine. Or I don't smell anything. I don't smell anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Um, Yeah. Let's hear about this. uh, This this executed prisoner's last words. Yeah. So uh, we we should say this guy uh, Donald Dilbeck like has like murdered like two people in cold blood, stabbing them to death when he was like fifteen. Jesus. Yeah. And he got a death row sentence. Yeah. As a minor. Yeah. Yeah. Florida's very cool. Yeah. Wow. Um, Florida might be one of the only like I think it's like Florida and Texas might be the only states where they do that. I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure yeah. on that, but I think it's very rare that you can put somebody on death row for a crime committed as a minor. So uh, on uh, February 23rd, um, he was um, uh, put to death by lethal injection. He was executed by lethal injection, um, and these were his last words. Quote, I know I hurt people when I was young. I really messed up. But I know Ron DeSantis has done a lot worse. He's taken a lot from a lot of people. I speak for all men, women, and children. He's put his foot on our necks. Ron DeSantis and other people like him can suck our dicks. Hell yeah. Fantastic last words. (laughs) Yeah. That's a pretty good one. I don't support his early work, but I have to say... That's a, that's a way to go out. That's I, a banger of a way to go out. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I, I wonder what his story of being imprisoned was like. Like, imagine, I can't, I can't imagine that. Like, being imprisoned as a minor and knowing that you are going to be executed by the state. And what do you do with yeah. your time, you know, while yeah. you're in there? Well, apparently, uh, read the news was, like, pretty uh, high <laughs> on this dude's list. Jeez, yeah. um, well, like. Yeah. Um yeah, he uh, uh, yeah, he apparently uh, uh, stabbed a woman to death in 1990 in a parking lot. Um, He's been on death row for yeah over 20 years. Yeah, yeah, 33 years. Well, I mean, assuming that like he probably you know the trial probably took a long time, yeah. but yeah, yeah, holy shit, man. Yeah. You're a whole ass different person by then. That's more than twice the amount of time that he spent pre alive. Yeah, so two thirds or oh more. Oh my god, of his that's. Life. Oh, yeah, he God. had, so he had, um, <laughs> he had been serving a life sentence, um, after he killed a county deputy, um, when he was like 15. Uh, and then he was on work release, uh, when he killed someone else. Ooh, okay. And that's... that is why, uh, he was sentenced to death. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah that's a lot of killing. Yeah. That's a lot of killing. Um, but you know what? Even someone like that notices that Ron DeSantis is worse. Piece of shit, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, he's not wrong. So, at least this guy looked at the eyes of the people that he killed. Yeah. Put it that way. Fellas, 
Are we ready for a wildflower? Oh, yeah. am I? All right. This is this is in our wheelhouse for so many reasons. Mm-hmm. An organism used as fire starter for centuries could replace some plastics, study finds. Wow. Fomus fomentarius. Fomies is actually pronounced. Fomies? Yeah. Fomies fomentarius? Yeah. I love that. Isn't that an awesome name? Yeah. Sometimes called tinder or hoof fungus is shown on a fallen tree trunk in Belgium. That's the description of the picture that I'm looking at. That's why. You can't see it. You can't see it. You can't see it. um, (laughs) Look it up. It's cool. It's cool. If you can see the picture as Brittany's describing it, seek medical attention. (laughs) Or or shoot me a DM and let me know know what you're on. (laughs) This is a really, this is one of those really cool mushrooms that or fung- fungus that grows like out of logs that has like a flattish mm-hmm. appearance you know it's like kind of like a shelf yeah shelf fungus um a tough bell-shaped fungus that grows on the rotting bark of trees has been used as a fire starter for centuries earning it the nickname tinder fungus now researchers are taking a closer look at the molecular structure of this oddly powerful organism and they found that it could hold the secrets to replacing some types of plastics um so basically, it has a similar structure to uh, structural strength to plywood or leather, but at a lower weight. And so they think that it's possible that this, that using the, um, the basically the ingredients to make this fungus could be used um, to do mass, to sustainable mass production of um, like durable materials that we use to put, you know, consumer products in basically, or make many consumer products out of. Um, sometimes called hoof fungus because it looks similar to like a horse's hoof um it ha- is uh has been used to create some clothing items even including hats but yeah so researchers at VTT Technical Research Center in Finland um started looking at the internal structure of this fungus more in depth and what they have found is that it has a uniquely strong yet lightweight consistency and um, has been called extremely promising by the study co-author, Dr. Pesman Mohammadi, senior scientist at BTT. So, all right, yeah, we'll put the link in the in the um, show notes as always. But it's pretty cool. It can be used for other things like uh, football helmets and sporting, basically anything shock absorbing. Mm-hmm. So, like football helmets, heat and sound insulators, um, headset parts. It has a very stiff and hard protective outer layer with a softer, spongy mid layer um, that can Same. possibly <laughs> <laughs> that can even outperform uh, certain man-made uh, and other natural materials. But for... not woman-made things. No, no, it's <laughs> no woman-made that. things are far superior to yeah. really any anything a fungus can do. Um. Yeah, that's it. I think that's pretty neat. Really, and you know, Chris, we I don't have to tell you this, but like the fungus among us have the potential to really change our world in very oh, yeah. sustainable and dramatic ways. If only we could allow the profit motive that governs everything around us to um make yeah. make way for replacing uh meat products and fossil fuel products and all of these things that are uh, incredibly detrimental to society to the uh, environment. Yeah, and while the uh, profit motive uh, does have us all completely ensnared to its objectives, um, you know, Ecovative's, you know, going to try to keep, you know, moving along with a lot of other uh, industrial uh, ventures to try to commercialize, you know, mushroom technology in whatever ways we can. And I don't want to run afoul of any uh, intellectual property uh, things, (laughs) so I won't mention this except to say uh, I know how to pronounce Fomius Fomentarius because... uh, it's a very cool thing that I've been aware of for many years. <laughs> <laughs>
And one of the coolest things about foamies, uh, in terms of, you know, anthropological, archaeological context is apparently like it's the fungus that people would use to make fire portable so that they didn't need oh. to start it all over again. Like put it in a little shell. And, yeah. 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 Basically oh, take cool. like a really hot ember and like put it inside and then be able to like use it and not burn yourself and not have it like, you know, just, you know, be able to move flame from one, you know, campfire to And another. it grows in a lot of cold weather climbs too. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that would make it particularly useful because fire super yeah. important in yeah. cold weather environments very and, neat and the article talks about how it takes like many many years for uh like full uh fruiting bodies and stuff to eight generate. to ten years yeah yeah like in the um in the um, natural environment but um you know who knows what we can do with um controlled environments and controlled uh ways of cultivation um so yeah you know, the, f- the future is a fungal, <laughs> whether we want it to be or not. Probably. Have either yeah. of you uh, watched all um, the um, uh, TV show adaptation of the game, um, The Last no. of Us? No, we haven't seen no. it. No. Uh, Everybody's raving about it, though. It, yeah, I mean, it's really good. Uh, what's the dude's name that, that plays in The Mandalorian? He's like typecast. Pedro Pascal. Yeah, Pedro I Pascal. I love him. I love oh, him, too. He's and fantastic. He, he's like definitely typecast at this point in like the protective, like adoptive father role. Mm-hmm. Very um, specific kind of typecasting but yeah, yeah not, hey, not the worst one it yeah. works yeah. uh and in you know an era of like hyper toxic masculinity um sure. you know reactionary uh, he's the representation we need yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah he's a good dude uh or at least you know plays a good dude on tv <laughs> he said there was this i saw there was this um interview with him where somebody asked him like who was mommy and daddy uh-huh. Um, what? <laughs> let me put it on a second. <laughs> Who's your daddy? What does he do? But yeah, that show is about uh, a cordyceps uh, fungus, which we've talked about in the past is the um, whole, like, uh, I don't know if it's a genus or a family or whatever, but the type of fungus that infects uh, like insects ants, yeah. and then, you know, gets them to climb as tall as they can right. and then consumes them and turns them into a fruiting body to right. spread the cordyceps further. So the whole, the premise of the show is like, what if a human cordyceps happened? And and it's uh, terrifying. Mm. Okay. Uh, Ed, Ed, what is the context for this? No fucking idea. We're going to watch it anyway. Uh, daddies and mommies. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Paulson. She's uh, she's she's mother. And uh, gosh, there are so many daddies. Let's give it to Oscar Isaac. I knew you would say those two. I know. Oh, yeah. I'm their bitch. <laughs> Whoops. That's all good. I'm their boy. I love his tasteful I'm their fish, boy. Uh, fishnet uh, sweater. That, that, yeah. yeah. He's fu- that's, he that's is. Good. Wow. I mean, he is one of those people who's like maybe not conventionally attractive in the face, but oozes sex in every other possible way. Yeah. It, but in a very loving fatherly. Is he out as bi? He's giving a uh, big bisexual big, energy. Yeah, that, that was big uh, bi, bi energy. Um, I'm not sure. That's a good question. Well, let's hope so. I just well, let us know. Do you know is Pedro Pascal bi? I just right? assume all actors have to be. <laughs> <laughs> For the range. For the range of acting. Yeah, I, yeah. at this point, assume that approximately 80% of men are actually bi. They just don't know it because it's not. they've not been allowed to um, explore that part of their sexuality. Yeah, they haven't gotten the uh, Instagram stories that I have yet. So <laughs> they're, they're like... <laughs> months away uh, all right well thank you so much for listening to this episode of iron weeds i hope you enjoyed it um do the we homosexual anything? agenda will come for you too <laughs> yes if you're lucky if you're lucky um do we have anything we need to plug Ooh. uh 
I got a uh, show coming up on uh, April Fool's Day. Ooh, uh, where is it? Is it at No Fun? It's going to be at the El Dorado, which the okay. last time we played, nobody showed up. So I'm actually going to try and drum up some support for yeah, this we because uh, it's going to be a Saturday show. So it'll be convenient for people that uh, work for the weekend. Um, and just because it's on April 1st doesn't mean it's a joke. Yeah. Folks, folks, it's happening. It's <laughs> this real. This is a serious punk show. Yeah. I'll, I'll try to come up with some good April Fool's jokes. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter. IronweedsPod. And on Instagram. IronweedsPod. Send us an email, why don't you? We love hearing from you. At IronweedsPod. At gmail.com. Thank you so much. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Peace.